I'd like to have a team of one or two more people, or I'd like to take some of these things that are on me right now with our large team, and a year from now, take 50 to 60% of these things and have delegated them successfully to another person who's an A player, who's trained up, who can do this now. Like, have a vision for that. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And we love doing this podcast. I hope that you are enjoying this podcast. I just want to give a shout out to all of you who are our podcast listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. If you are a weekly podcaster and you listen to our show every week, because I know many of you are out there, I'm looking at you right now and I want to say, hey, thanks for being a part of this. We talk to you because we think about you when we do these podcasts. So thank you so much for being a listener. If you're new to the show, hey, welcome. If you've just recently started listening or this is even your first episode, welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Stick around. I think we've got some great things for you coming down the pipeline. Check out some of our previous episodes too. We've done some good ones, I think, in the past. And uh, we've just crossed our two-year mark, Dr. Steven. Can you believe that? We just celebrated. I know. I was just going to say that, man. We're, we are going into our third year. I cannot believe it. We've got, what, 104? This will be our 105th podcast. It's been nothing but a pleasure and a joy to work with a professional like you, man. And what an awesome way for us to reach gyros around the world and help more people, bro. So this has just been so much fun. I feel like we're just getting started. We've got so much ahead of us, so much to do. Man, this has been an extraordinary blessing. Can't say enough about how much I enjoy working with you, man. You're just such a pro and you do such great work. I'm going to go ahead and just say right back at you, man. We wouldn't be doing this show without you. And uh, so grateful for just the dynamic of being able to have a discussion with you in this type of a setting and invite people in and saying, hey guys, this is what we're thinking about. This is how we are trying to help more chiropractors help more people, but do it in a, in a better way. Yeah. Right. So there's a better way to better health. Guess what? There's a better way to run a business and we are committed to helping you do that. So we're just grateful that you get to be a part of our conversation. Dr. Steve, I'm so grateful for your leadership, for your vision, and just so grateful to be a part of this family, the remarkable family. We've got an amazing tribe. So I'm just going to shout out to all of you remarkables out there. That's right. What's up remarkables. <laughs> I love hearing it. Like in our mastermind calls when people are like, Hey, I don't know if you guys heard the podcast this week, but it's unbelievable. Like, <laughs> or they'll make reference to like, Hey, yeah, six weeks ago, they unpacked that in the podcast. Make sure you go back. I almost forget that like all of our coaching clients and all of our remarkables are out there listening. So, Hey, shout out to you guys. We love you guys. Can't wait to be with you in the live events that we're having this year. Missed being together. So excited for a big squeeze. Yeah. So a couple things. Number one is we'd love for you to help us celebrate our two year starting of year three anniversary. If you haven't left us a, a review or a five-star review or even a testimonial, we love that from you. We're asking you to help us reach more people. So if you could do that, that helps us. Plus it's a huge encouragement to us. We love we're getting those. And thank you for all of you who have done that already. So thank you. But if this is something you find to be valuable, hey, just quick rate us. Give us a five-star review. If you've got time, leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. We appreciate you. We value your feedback. We value what you say. And we'd love it if you would share too, honestly. Uh, if you want to share this with, even if you just picked one, we have a theme in 2021. It's like, who's the one? 
2021, you could help. There's one colleague that you have. He says, you know what? I'm going to send this to just one person this year. Hey, we're about halfway through the year. You're listening to this episode. If you're listening to this real time, it's we're in the summer. It's in the U.S. It's somewhere in the middle of July. Here we are. And halfway through the year, we've been through 2020 craziness. We're here in 2021. Hey, share this with a, a colleague, a friend, a brother, a sister, uh, please, and uh, help us get the word out. And today's episode would be a great one because we're talking about accountability and there's nothing more important for a CEO than increasing accountability. Yeah. Accountability, man, is what creates focus and focus is what makes the difference between busyness and productivity. So, you know, we hear people talk about, I want to be busier in the practice all the time. And the truth is, is you don't want to be busier. You want to be more productive. (laughs) And so this tool that we're going to go over today, the accountability grid is going to help you get there and get there quickly, right? So if, you, if you're if you looking at the show notes, you're going to see there's a link where we're going to share this tool. So you'll be able to download a PDF that you can make copies of. So you create this master. And this is something that you're going to want to be able to audit your practice on a very regular basis, right? So here's the high level understanding of this. So number one, it's all about creating accountability, right? So when we talk about going from being an owner operator to being a CEO, that means that you're going from being a laborer to being a leader. Okay. In other words, it implies that you have surrounded yourself with A players. Okay. That you have A teams that you are going to be delegating your A systems to, right? So we have A-level team members and A-level systems, and we're going to delegate to them in a process, right? So you're going to give them accountability around certain what's called functions of the business, right? So we've identified 15 primary functions of the chiropractic practice or the chiropractic business. We're going to talk about the 15 primary functions of a chiropractic business and making sure that you've assigned accountability to someone on your team. Now that someone might be you doc, right? That some other one might be your office manager. That someone might be your reluctant spouse who's helping you out, whatever that is. Well, you might have this very robust, very mature team where you've got people sitting in the right seats doing the right work the right way. That might be the next iteration for you. That might be the ultimate iteration for you. But we want you to listen to this exercise and learn how to use this tool through that lens. This is where we are now. This is where I would love to be ultimately. And this is where we're going next. This is a great tool to learn and unearth and get clarity around where are we going next as a business? In other words, what's the business we're going to be building in the next 12 months, right? So you right now would have an accountability grid that you put a date on, like right now, here we are, we're coming into third quarter 2021, put that date on there. We're July, third quarter 2021. That's where we are now. Where we'd be next is 12 months from now. This is where we're going to be third quarter, July, 2022. That would be the next iteration. So now you're looking at two accountability charts, right? So today we're going to be unpacking this tool that you can use that will create clarity across what we call the 15 primary functions of the business. And I want to just um, double click on the now thing, right? Because we're going to talk about the next as well. And this is such an important framework. And with the remarkable CEOs that we actually get to work with uh, personally, we, this is actually a big part of what success looks like and part of the accountability that we have with the CEOs. This is part of your accountability. You're accountable to the accountability grid being now and next and ultimate being created, right? That's part of your accountability as a CEO. It's one of the three objectives, casting vision, what's important now, what's important next, and then leading your team. So this is part of what's important now, what's important next, and leading your team. This falls into that category. So 
just so you know, this is a CEO activity. This is a CEO behavior. This is part of being accountable as a CEO. And if you were accountable to us, we would hold you accountable to this and say, what is that? So I want to press into the now thing, though. So where are things now? As Dr. Steven, as you walk through this, and you're going to walk through, and again, we have to keep it at a high level. This is a podcast. and Yeah, we'll go super high level so we can rip right through them. Yeah. There's so many layers to this. We've unpacked this at seminars. We literally have two days where we'll go in. Three-day weekend. <laughs> so let's hunker down. Right, exactly. And we may, you know, this will probably be something that we're going to hit on in our team building, you know, immersion, either this next one or in the, one of the next ones in the next year, is really going a deep, deeper dive into this because it's huge. But a couple of things we talked about, even as we were preparing for this episode, for this podcast, was these are, there are 15 primary functions and that you have to assign this accountability to someone on the team. That's the reality. The reality is right now, when you look at this, as we walk through it, the truth is your name may be in more places than what you desire. You also may have boxes that I'm not going to say they're empty because somebody has to do it, but you're maybe not sure. Maybe you've got two names in a box. Maybe there's two names in one of the areas and that that also can actually be problematic. So we're going to walk through that at a higher level. But the reality is, is that identifying where you are now is a really healthy thing to do. It's really important. Even if what you look at, it's not what you want it to be. That's okay. That's where we have to start. So starting now is we call the difference between an aspiration or a wish list values, aspirational values and real values. It's the same thing with the accountability chart. There's a difference between where I want it to be and the way things are now. We have to live in reality, be sober minded and say, okay, this is the way we are. I'm a team of two. I'm a team of three. I'm a team of one. I don't know. You know. But the end of the day, if you have a vision for in one year, I'd like to have a team of one or two more people. Or I'd like to take some of these things that are on me right now with our large team and a year from now, take 50 to 60% of these things and have delegated them successfully to another person who's an A player, who's trained up, who can do this now. Like have a vision for that. And that's part of having a vision as a CEO is being able to see ahead from where you are now to where you want to go next so that you're moving towards where you want to go ultimately. That's right. So I want you to visualize this if you haven't printed out the accountability grid yet. So there's a very simple design. It's a basic grid. There are five columns, which represent the five different domains that we're going to be talking about. So there's attraction, your marketing, there's conversion, which is sales, there's retention, which is value creation, value delivery this team building, and then there's collections, the money, right? So those are the five columns. And then there's three boxes underneath each one of these columns, right? So five times three, there's your 15 primary functions of the business. We're going to walk through these, right? But the questions I'm going to ask you is very straightforward. Number one, is it performing well? And would you rate it zero to 10? 10 being we're optimized, we're crushing it. It's genius. Zero being it's hopeless meaning it's, it's either not even happening. I'm not even aware that's supposed to be happening. I know it's not happening, what have you. So zero to 10, you can grade yourself, right? And then what I want to ask is the most important question, who owns it? Who owns it in your business, right? So who is accountable to it? That's why we call this the accountability grid. Somebody in your practice owns that function. Here's the scary thing. All 15 of these things are happening in your practice or have to happen in your practice for it to be viable. So these things are happening. So there may be some things that are happening at a level eight, nine, and 10. Awesome. And you know what those are, right? But there may be some blind spots that are zeros, ones, and twos. And we got to fix that because those are points of exposure. And they're definitely creating drag for your business. So when we go attraction, conversion, 
retention, and team building, and then collections. Those are the five domains we're going to walk through. And we've identified three primary functions in each of those five domains. So three times five is 15. So let's walk through these. If you're a note taker, man, this is when you're going to want to be taking notes because we want to identify exactly who owns this function in your business. And we want to be able to grade it on a scale of zero to 10, right? So let's look at attraction first, Dr. Pete. So attraction is marketing and the purpose of marketing is to generate leads. Okay. So let's just look at lead generation first. Now you'll see there's a header at the top. Is there a marketing director? If there's somebody that overall owns it, good. Put their name up in the top and rate it zero to 10. How are they doing? Okay. Then we actually have it broken down into internal, external, and digital lead generation. So now if you're a more sophisticated business, you might say, I've got one person on my team who's in charge of, who owns, who's accountable to internal lead generation. Who's in charge of referrals? Okay. Whether it's organic, process-driven or campaign-driven internal referrals. Put their name in that box right now and then rate it zero to 10. Then we'll go to external. Who's in charge of external lead generation? Who owns this in your business? This is everything that happens outside the practice that happens offline. Who runs your dinner talks, spinal screenings, corporate wellness, et cetera? Who does your networking, et cetera? Who owns external lead generation? Put their initials in that box. They're accountable to it, okay? One name, one initial. If it's yours, Doc, brutal facts, remember you're a CEO. Now we look for brutal facts. If it's your name, put your initials in there, okay? And rate it zero to 10. How are you doing as far as optimizing, performing, zero to 10? Then it's digital, digital lead generation, okay? Who on your team owns that, okay? Put their initials there and rate it zero to 10. Dr. Pete, man, if this doesn't turn the lights on on the dance floor with your attraction, your marketing, I don't know what will. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. With a staggering 91% of patients now expecting digital care from their chiropractors, it's clear that personalized communication is critical for your practice. Digital Care 100 is the premier video engagement platform in chiropractic and offers easy-to-use tools to create short, personable videos and send them directly to your patients. At the heart of digital care is the DC100 Content Library, your own personal archive of conversations just waiting to be had. Content ideas are already brainstormed, trends are already identified, projected and mapped out, interesting and engaging content is ready for delivery. With a built-in teleprompter and 100-plus video scripts to choose from, Digital Care 100 is engineered to keep your chiropractic moving forward 365 days of the year, and you're in the driver's seat. Ignite practice growth with Digital Care 100. Visit digitalcare100.com to learn more. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. Yeah, and I think, like you said, Dr. Stephen, those two questions are really the key. 
Number one is brutally honest, rating it on a scale of one to 10. It's subjective. It's subjective. It's yours. You know, we've done things in the past that are more objective. Like for example, when we went through looking at your attraction and we went through the, the list of the 25, you guys remember when we did that. If you don't remember that series that we did, we did the practice success scores and we had you go through and rate that with your team. You remember doing that? This is another kind of way to look at it, but now we're looking at the team specifically and we're looking at the performance of the part of your business. But be objective. There Again, we don't have a, a way for you to directly measure zero to 10. So just go with your gut on this. But that's just, a, again, quick instinct. This is where we're at, zero to 10. Number one. Number two is putting the person's name in there. So it shouldn't be a long exercise for you to do to say, hey, I'm going to rank it. I'm going to rate it, how it's performing right now. And then who is that person that's responsible? Number two area is conversion. So conversion is sales. It's what it is. It's the process of day one, day two, day three. So the question is, who owns day one in your practice? So who is the person that's that oversees and is really taking ownership for and accountable for day one? So this again is going to be that first visit in the practice. Everything that happens from you know the moment that person shows up all the way through checkout process. Who owns that and how is that day performing? The second day, this is the report of findings day, right? This is about people taking ownership over their problem and getting direction, right? This is the decision making appointment. This is when people are are deciding what they're going to be doing. They're making the four agreements of time. You know, they're making the agreements, you're making the three commitments as well. So we talk about the four agreements, the problem, the goal, the path, the plan. We're talking about the three commitments of time, energy, and money. Those things are happening on day two, right? So who's owns that and how are we doing? How are we performing on our, our day twos right now? And then of course, the third day, day three, we call this the break in. This is where it's all about policies and procedures. This is where, again, we now are the people that are committing to our care, we're giving them the keys to say, hey, you are now saying you're responsible for your healthcare. We're here to hold you accountable. We're your accountability partner with you in your journey. But ultimately, your compliance, that's up to you. Here's the recommendations for care. You're agreeing to this. These are the expectations that you can have of us. This is what we expect of you. Are you clear? This is what we're agreeing to. Are we good? Are we on the same page? All right, let's move forward. We start moving forward. Those three days. And who owns that? And how are we performing as a business right now? So asking yourselves the question, scale of one to 10, where, how are we doing? And then who is accountable for that? So I've taken hundreds of doctors through this exercise, right? So there's certainly some wins and celebrations that come out of this, but it's usually second and third lap through this thing. Second and third iteration is their, you know, it's their second year or third year doing this, right? Typically there's a lot of pain on the front end, right? And the pain points, the underperformance are usually tied to a couple of things. Number one, they have blank boxes. In other words, nobody owns it. Okay. So it's underperforming, right? Or they just don't know who owns it, right? There's just literally, there's no accountability around that, right? Number two, there's more than one name in a box. And with the truth is, is everyone's responsible, but one person's accountable. If you want a number to move, if you want something to perform, everyone's responsible. One person's accountable, right? So if you have more than one person accountable, nobody's accountable, right? And number three, and probably the most common pain point is, holy crap, why is my name in 11 of these 15 boxes, right? And it's like, how is it possible that I have 13 out of these 15 and have such a big payroll? <laughs> like, what the heck is happening here, right? And that's just a symptom of somebody being an, an owner-operator, right? Functioning like an owner-operator and they've surrounded themselves with assistance and they probably don't have the right people 
in the right seats, doing the right work the right way. This is exposing, right? So the truth is, is that that's incredibly common. So don't beat yourself up or your team up. This is great that you understand this because the first step in recovery is actually admitting you have a problem, right? And that is a problem when you see that. So doc, if you're ready to take your job and turn it into a business, this is a great place to start. You know, as I analyze, you know, businesses like you do as well, Dr. Steve, we get to do this. It's it's fun for us. So we really enjoy it. What I have also seen is, as you're saying, is that the first pass, it can be very revealing and it should be actually. It's actually the right thing. And then as you go, what you'll recognize is just like in anything in mastery, even when you get to another level, like your level of 10, three years from now, will probably be a seven in three years, what you would have considered a 10 because you're now performing at that higher level. And your legend of how you score things is changed because your expectation has changed. The level with which you look at your business, the way, the lens with which you look at it, we talk about the perch that you sit at. Well, guess what? Things get clarified, become more clear. Your level of player who you're willing to accept, you're not tolerating as much as you used to in the past. All these things change. So why am I saying this? All the boats rides when the tide comes in, all the boats. So you'll see when you have this level of accountability and you look at the grid and not just look at one domain, which is what happens, Dr. Steve, we talked about the spinning plates. You know, what happens is, well, I'm just going to focus on attraction. Well, we don't have that luxury as CEOs. You have to look at all 15 of these primary functions of your business that are happening at all times and identify like, hey, we're a four or a three or a two in a couple of boxes. Some of them are like sevens, eights, and nines. So in order for you to not have these sevens, eights, and nines drop down when you go and address the ones, twos, and threes, accountability is how you do that. Recognize when you have somebody who's accountable for the seven, eight, nine, you say, hey guys, awesome work. Let's keep going. Let's go from seven to eight. Let's work on this this quarter or this month. We're going to put some energy over here at these zeros, ones, twos, and threes and fours. While you're accountable and keep doing that, let's go ahead and start troubleshooting this. Again, we talked about the troubleshooting in the last episode, right? So the troubleshooting worksheet form, that comes in and is really helpful for looking at zeros, ones, twos, threes, and fours and saying, hey, how do we take this to a next level over the next you know, three months, six months, nine months, year? And we think through it that way. So remember using the troubleshooting form in addition to, again, with the accountability worksheet, that's how this come together. It's powerhouse. We talked about you know, really being the coach of your business as a CEO, thinking in terms of how would a coach analyze the practice? Do that for yourself. This grid helps you do that. Combine that with the troubleshooting form. It's beautiful. So we take those areas where it's like, there's two people. Oh my gosh, no one's accountable. That means never heard of that before, Dr. Franson. Thanks for saying that. Okay, well, let's solve it. Let's just solve it. Troubleshooting form. Who's the right person? The right person who's going to do the right work the right way. GWC it. Do they get it? Want to have the capacity to do it? Who should be the person that does that? Right. And then we had sent, we help them become accountable. Hey, we're all responsible. You're going to be the one that's accountable, which means you're reporting on this. Ultimately, you're the lead on this one. So remember that. Third category, Dr. Steven, is retention. Let's do, a, let's do a quick run through retention. Okay. So retention is all about creating value and delivering value, right? So there's three phases in retention as well. So there's three primary functions under retention. The first one's continuing education. Like, so who owns the patient education in your practice? And I'm talking about table talk, workshop, and progress report. Who owns that? Who's accountable to that? Put their initial in there and how's it performing? Then there's operations, right? So which is healthcare? Who's in charge of healthcare delivery? You might have 10 doctors in your office, but somebody's the clinic director, right? So who owns and who's accountable to delivering healthcare and get better health outcomes for your people? Put their initials there, zero to 10. 
And then there's the recommitment, right? It's the future. It's this is late stage retention, right? This is what we call the R4 or fourth report, the R4, the R5, the R6. This is the recommitments and the resigns. Who in your practice owns recommitment and resigns, right? Put their initials in there, rate it zero to 10. Super helpful. So let's keep it going. I want to complete this grid with you guys here today. And we're, we're going to, we'll talk a little bit back and forth, but the next category of the five is your team, right? So team building, you know, that this is a critical piece. So important. So who ultimately is the person that leads the team, runs the team? Who is that in your practice? Now, if you're familiar with this show and you've been around us long enough, you know that that's what the COO's responsibility for is. While you lead the business, they run the business. They're really running the team, but it should be the COO, office manager. They're the person. It may not be them right now. It may be you. It's fine. But put the person in there and rate that on a scale one to 10. Then underneath the team building, there's three specific functions. Number one is HR, human resources. Who's the lead on that? And how are we scoring? Zero to 10. Then it's team training. That's the second function is training our team. We know that you know, training is a culture. We see people between trainings, you know, training, we train in because we're in the business of saving lives and we train like lives depend on it because they do. That's the kind of the, that's the heart behind that. That's the culture is it organized, structured, all that scale of one to 10. And number three is LMA or leadership management and accountability. Who's the one who's accountable to lead, manage and hold the team accountable. And how are they performing zero to 10? All right. Last one collections. Let's talk about the money. How does the money work in a business? Show me how the money works in a business and I'll show you the culture of that business, right? So you better have a good clear eye on exactly who runs this piece of the business, right? So you have the first category, the first primary function under collections. This is your payment plans, right? So what kind of financial plans, when we talk about the problem, goal, path, and plan in the four agreements, this is the plan. So who's in charge of the financial plans? Who's accountable to the financial plans? rate that performance of the financial plan execution in your practice from zero to 10. Put the initials of the person, they own it, right? Now we have in and outflow. This is cash flow in the business. This cash flowing in, cash flowing out, who owns the checkbook? In business, this is known as the controller. So who's the person that runs the banking, right? Runs the checkbook. And then finally, Dr. Pete, we've got the P&L, the profit and loss, right? The accounting, who owns the books? Now, you might work with a bookkeeper and or an accountant. You might have a spouse that works with you, right? Or you might actually have taken ownership over this fully yourself. Maybe you have a more mature and more advanced practice where you have an established COO who actually, this is one of their requirements. They're responsible to and accountable to the P&L. I love having my COO accountable to the P&L. It's so nice to have somebody else in the office, somebody else in the practice, somebody else in your business shutting the lights off behind them. I don't know about you, Dr. P, but I love the thought of somebody else when they put their feet on the floor in the morning, they're thinking about the profitability of my business. I think it's uh, remarkable. And that's what we're looking at creating here. So again, the goal is of this accountability grid, this accountability worksheet that again, we want you to download it. So it's part of this episode. So make sure you grab a hold of that. Is that you leave this episode, you know, thinking about your business from a new perspective. Now you're looking at it in the terms of, okay, there's five real key, you know, areas of my business. There's attraction, there's conversion, there's there's retention, there's my team, and then there's the financial. You have these five areas. Underneath there, there's 15 primary functions and each one of those primary functions, there's a person that need, that is accountable for that. Just walking away with that framework today from this already should be transformative. It should, just the consciousness of it will bring you to a whole nother level of vibration, a whole nother level of performance. 
if you actually print this off, fill it in, actually do the answer the two questions that Dr. Stephen, you proposed and that you do that exercise and then you commit to looking at this with your team or if it's just you focus on this and say, I'm going to create a now and then I'm going to look at a next, which would be one year from now. So let's say it's this, if you're listening to this in the summer of 2021, by the summer of 2022, that or in July of 2022, if your summer is a different time of the year, because we know we have all you Australia and other side of the world folks, quick shout out to y'all, that in one year from now, what's this going to look like and create that, commit to that. That's my challenge. That's our call to action to you today is get this worksheet, download it, print it off, fill it in the now, fill in another one. So print off two for a year from now and work yourself into the next Work yourself into next diligently over the next year. And remember, get the troubleshooting form. If you didn't get that from our last episode, get that. And when you find those areas of you know zeros, one, two, three, four, and you need to troubleshoot it, get out the troubleshooting form and use that form for each one of the 15 functions that's not functioning at the level that it needs to right now and use that to help solve the issues. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.